Howdy, everybody. Here we are, all ready to take you down to Pine Ridge for another visit with Lum and Abner. Brought to you by the makers of Horlicks, the original malted milk. First, though, I'd like to pass along a tip to the many golfers who listen to Lum and Abner. Take along a flask of Horlicks malted milk tablets the next time you play. They're fine for relieving that healthy, hungry feeling that we all get golfing. As a matter of fact, they're the best things I know of for satisfying hunger without spoiling the appetite. What's more, they help freshen you up, give you extra energy, just as a glass full of Horlicks does. If you're planning a game this weekend, take along a flask of Horlicks tablets and try out this suggestion. You'll find many other uses for these tablets. Your dealer has them or will gladly order them for you in either natural or chocolate flavor, whichever you prefer. And now, let's see what's happening down in Pine Ridge. Well, with Squire Skimp definitely eliminated as a competitor, and with their troubles in court finally settled, Lum and Abner can now devote all of their time to their picture show, the Pine Ridge Planetarium, and the Jot and Down store. Lum has abandoned his idea of taking up the practice of law and has some new plans to increase the attendance at their picture show. As we look in on our old friends today, we find Dick Huddleston over at the Jotham Down store, just talking. Listen. Well, Squire's a poor loser. Looks like after he took the case to court and lost it, why, he'd forget about it. Yeah, he keeps telling out what all he's going to do for him. Oh, well, he gets a lot of mouth talk on it. How could he get even with it? What could he do? Well, now, he's liable to figure out some way along. Best thing to do is just not to have any dealings with him of time. Yeah, I've been sort of looking for him to come over here and make us a proposition of some kind. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't even swap nickels with him. That's the unhonestest fellow that I ever know. Well, you just leave him alone now. Just stay away from him. That's the best thing to do. Caleb Weehunt was telling me this morning the squire was in there yesterday over the blacksmith shop. And some of the boys was joshing about us winning the trial off of him. He said somebody would make us wish we'd lost the key. Oh, fast and fast. Fast and fast. I don't see how he's going to do that, though. I oh. don't believe I could have wished we'd lost it. Well, the thing to do is just go on about your own business. Don't pay any attention to what all these things. You've got him out of the way now, and you ought to make some money out of that picture show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're doing uncommonly well with it now. Oh, yeah. Had one of the biggest crowds last night we've had you. Well, that was a good picture you had there, too, Lum. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and then uh, last night was bank night, too. That always fetches out a crowd. Yeah. I was sure glad to see the winner Abernathy hold a winning picture. Yeah. If anybody needs it, she sure does. He's had an awful hard time. Oh, my, all them young. Yeah. She was tickled from the dead whenever I called out her number. Did you see it? <laughs> my night tore the seat down getting up there on the platform. <laughs> well, all those things up draw crowd, do them. Well, see, that fellow that sells us them moving pictures was out here this morning. He was telling me about a new stunt they're working around over the country. Might be a good thing for us to try. Call it Screeno. Screeno? Yeah. You know this game they call bingo. They all the playing at the county fair and picnics around where they sell you a card and then call out a batch of numbers and you put a bean down on the card or a piece of uh, kernel of corn. Sometimes they give you them things to work with. And every time they call our number, why, you put a bean or a piece of corn or whatever it is down on the number. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll pay that. <laughs> yeah, I, I want a, a Cupid doll once at a fair. A Cupid doll? <laughs> Elizabeth's got her sitting on the mantelpiece over at the place right now. Well, you look good with carrying a Cupid doll around. 
Well, I don't carry it around. I said Elizabeth had it sitting on the mantelpiece. I ain't seen it. Well, now, this Trino, he says, works the same way. Uh, give away Kitty dolls? No, no, you give away cash prizes. See, oh. everybody that comes in the show, you hand them a card with their ticket. And when you get ready for the drawing, why, we'll turn the lights on there in the theater and call out the numbers, and first one that yells out, Trino, wins the prize. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't believe that'll work, hold on. Well, he says it helps business something wonderful in other places. Well, if a person that hollers Trino wins the prize, why, they'll all be hollering as quick as they get inside the show. Why, uh, they'll catch on to that one. Yeah, but they can't holler Trino unless they got all the numbers on their card givers. Oh, I believe they could with a little practice on Screeno. See, that? I can do it already. But I catch on the things pretty quick for They've got to wait till the numbers is called out, Abner. Well, that sounds like a good idea to me, Lum. I never heard of using a game like that in a picture show before, though. Oh, Hicks, Brand, Frank, and me. Now, now, personal, I think we ought to stay with the picture show business. Folks comes over there to see moving pictures, not to get an old gambling game. Same gambling. Don't cost them nothing. Just gives them a chance to see a show and win a prize, too. Well, I'm against it anyway. I'm feared we're going to have trouble figuring out who hollers for us. They'll all be hollering at the same time, I bet you. Abner, you must have forgot how to play bingo. See, I'll get up there on a the platform like I do on bank nights and call out the numbers. For incidence, I'll call out number 23. 23. And everybody look on their card, and if they've got that number, why, they take a pencil and mark an X on it. Uh, what you going to call out number 23 for? Well, I might not call 23. You said you would. Well, I might call number 18 or number 12. Well, how do you expect them to know which number you're going to call if you don't even know yourself? Well, I'll know before I call out the number. Well, you'll probably have to draw the numbers out of a box like you do on bank night, won't you? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Get some youngin to come up out of the audience. Sure. Well, sir, now, that ought to work all right. You know, there's lots of little stunts you can do like that that'll help you business. Well, I still don't like that. Well, the trouble with you, Abner, you're just too old-fashioned in your eyes. But it's got to keep up with the times, up to date. Yeah, that's just the trouble this day and time, too. Everybody's busy trying out somebody else's eyes. Trying to outdo one another. I ain't trying to outdo nobody. I'm just trying to figure out some way to fill up them empty seats over there every night. Well, Lum, if you're going to hand out a batch of cash prizes, it ain't going to do no good to fill up a seat. Take in money at the box office and then stand up there on the stage and hand it back to him. You ain't getting no place that way. Abner, this is something that's been tried out before. I know it'll work. Well, now, Lum, when we went into this thing, we was going to run a picture show. Now we're going to start playing games. Want to make amusement parlors out of it. Oh, my goodness. Or to put in a shooting gallery and get a couple of cat racks along with it. Well, now, I can prove it but Dick here that this idea brings no, a lot no, of... No, no, now, don't get me mixed up into this now. You fellas just argue this out between yourself. I better be getting on back over the store anyway. I've got a bunch of work to do. No, right sit down, Dick. Sit down. We ain't no, going to argue. No, I better go anyway, Lom. I ought to have been back long ago. Well, come back again, Dick. Yeah, I will. You fellas come down local with me when you get time. All right, Dick. Go on. One, and, uh, you made it plumb embarrassment for him, man, arguing that way. Well, I don't care if I do. I'm getting tired of the way that picture show's being run. You can study up more ways to give money away off on that stage, and we can take into the box office to save our lives, Lon. The trouble with you is you don't know nothing about the picture show business yourself, and you set up and try to tell me how to run it. Well, somebody's got to tell you how. 
I own a half interest in that thing now, Lum, and I ain't going to stand back and see you give the whole business away. That's all I've heard ever since we've been in the show business. You're scared to death you're going to lose. I wish you'd out of it. Yeah, I do, too. I do, too. I do, too. Well, now, any time you want out of it, you can get out. I'll buy your half of it in a minute. Huh? Well, I ain't got the money to buy it with, but I would if I had it. I'll swap you my interest in the Jotham Down store here first. You mean that you'll give me your half interest in the store here for, for my half interest in the picture show? Yes, sir. Swap even right now. Well, now you're getting a skinny lump. I'll tell you that right now. You know what the store building here and all this ground worth more than that picture show because we don't own a picture show building. I don't care. It'll be worth it to get you out of there to where I can run things to suit myself for once. Well, all right. I don't get hit the deal. Just draw up the paper. Well, now there ain't no backing out. If we're going to trade, it's got to be a trade. Well, that suits me just fine. Though that I'll take this store and show you how it ought to have been run all along. Now, don't be coming around to me now when you see me making a big success out of the planetarium, wanting to swap back. Well, you keep giving stuff away over there, and you won't have nothing to swap back. Well, now, I'll run the picture show. You, you have your hands full going broke over here. I'll just give you 30 days to stay open. Well, now, just get them papers drawn out and get out of my store now. And read the last. You've got to pay cash for everything you get over here, too. I don't want to credit nobody that I know is going broke. All right, if that's the way you feel about it, you don't get no pass to my show, neither. Huh? You'll pay just like anybody else. Oh, no, I won't. Oh, yes, you will. No, I won't, neither. I just won't go to your show. Won't be worth saying no harm. Hand me that carbon paper. I'll fix up them papers right now. Yeah. I'll show you. You don't know when you're well off. When me and you went in partners, what did you have? Nothing. Now look at you. What have you got now? Nothing. See there? Been partners together for over 20 years and you ain't lost nothing. Been breaking even anyway. That's better than lots of these big companies can say. Now, now, you ain't going to talk me out of this trade, Mom. I can tell you that right now. You just go ahead and make out them papers right now. I want to get my name signed to it and get you out of here. I'm making them out if you'll hate bothering me. Well, make them out. To who it may concern. I know that I might try that screen old business out here at the store. I believe that's out business. Then is this all to fix it up? Get folks in here, and I can give them a ticket with a hand or something like they buy, and I can give away pies. Shut up, Abner. I can't write. Well, go ahead and make out the papers. I ain't bothering you. I'm just figuring out some ideas. How's this sounding out? This is to certify that Lum Eddard, party of the first part, does hereby... Now, don't get too many of them parties in there to where I can't understand what you got down there. Write it in a little bitty words. Will you shut up and listen to this? Oh. This is to certify that Lum Eddard, party of the first part, does hereby transfer his half interest in the Jotham Down store to Abner Peabody, party of the second part. And I'm a second part. All of your, all of the second part. Huh? And Abner Peabody turns over to Lum Eddard his half interest in the planet. Oh, now, wait. Uh, 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 no, that's right. That's that ought to fix it up. See, I put this on there, too. From now on, Edwards will be sole owner of the planetarium, and Peabody will own all of the Jotham Down store. That means that you own a picture store and I own a store here. Sign. There's my name right there. Just sign yours right underneath there, and the deal's closed. Well, it looks like the partnership of Edwards and Peabody has come to an end. And now, ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce Mr. Jim Collins. I'm one of those light sleepers Mr. Bickett sometimes talks about. 
At least I was until I took his advice and started drinking Horlicks. He said it helps one sleep better if taking the last thing at night. And say, I'm telling you, it most certainly does. Sleep like a top would be nearer the truth and sleep better. Well, thanks, Mr. Collins. I hope you light sleepers heard that. And now, Mrs. Beverly. I wasn't what you call a light sleeper, Mr. Griffith. I hardly slept at all before I heard about Horlicks. I started taking it two months ago, and honestly, I feel like a different person. It doesn't only help me get plenty of real sleep, but it seems to keep me feeling much better during the day, more alert and energetic. Horlicks is delicious, too. Well, I can easily believe that, Mrs. Beverly. Horlicks is wonderfully strengthening, but most of the credit should go to that extra sleep that Horlicks induces. There's no substitute for a good night's rest. Those of you listening in who have any trouble getting the sleep you need should try the Horlick plan. You can get Horlick, you know, from your druggist in either natural or chocolate flavor. This is Carlton Brickard, speaking for Lum and Abner and Horlick, who now bid you all goodbye until tomorrow at this same time.